Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Kyle Alexander and his team at Mach 1 Financial Group. That's David Lee, Matt Walters, and of course, Kyle, who's here on the program with us today. They are retirement income planning specialists serving you in Northwest Arkansas. You can check them out online at mock-onefinancial.com. That's mock-the-number-one-financial.com. Or you can reach out, call the office, 479-876-2100 is the phone number. That's 479-876-2100. With that, Kyle, hello and welcome into the show. How are we doing? Mark, I am doing great. How about yourself, my friend? Doing great as always. Can't wait to do another all mailbag edition of the program. I'm telling you, these are some of my favorite ones. If you've listened to the show recently, you know that we did another episode where we took a listener question. I love doing this. I love hearing from you. That's really what this show is for, is for you to answer your questions about retirement. And so we'd always invite you to submit your questions. And who knows, you too could end up on the Mach 1 Market Moment. All you got to do, again, is go online to that website I mentioned, mock-onefinancial.com, and you can submit your questions there to be featured on the show. Today, we're going to take a question from Bailey in Centerton. Bailey says, I'm constantly waffling between wanting to protect my money with safer investments and wanting to get as much growth as I can. Which should I do? I'll be 60 next month. I'm assuming that birthday is an important caveat there. Yeah, that's really interesting. And uh, I have to say, you know, we've had some interesting times here recently in the market. And I think everybody probably who is still listening to this show, because they have an interest in it as as we do, uh, certainly aware of the high variability that we've had from some extreme highs to uh, some pretty rapid falls in a given day. And so, it does make you step back and go, wow, this volatility, I'm just not sure I'm cut out for this. But we all have this little piece of us that's a little greedy because we saw how well the market performed in in a given range of time and we want a piece of that. We don't know when that's going to happen next and we don't want to be left on the side of the, of the road and, and miss out. And so I think that's one of the key struggles that we all have, especially as we get a little older and we want to take a little more conservative approach, if you will, to investing. So, Bailey, to your point, I get it. And I would say that we all want as much growth as we can and we want to limit our downside risk at the same time. And that is a different picture than most people who put together a portfolio of investments using modern portfolio theory because you're trying to diversify away risk across different categories of investments, you know, different types of investments such as we'll call it consumer goods and maybe um, real estate, maybe, you know, energy stocks, technology stocks for, you know, rapid growth and and all of these different things. But what we learned in 2008, 2009, our last big recession, can you believe that's been a decade, Mark? Since our last big recession, we learned that when the market really turns and the bear really gets going after us, so to speak, all categories of investments can become highly correlated. And then this you know, diversification of a portfolio to prevent major losses doesn't work so well. We learned that in 08, that sometimes this can happen. So my point, I guess, in this situation is, you know, there are other ways to diversify a portfolio. You can diversify them across investment strategies that are not correlated 
and behave differently in different markets. And we attempt to do that as much as possible using these types of strategies that are somewhat unique, that perhaps have a tactical component to them that can go to cash if certain market thresholds are met. And it appears as though the market's going to continue to go down beyond just a simple correction. Then those uh, algorithms fire, if you will, and maybe that position goes into a cash allocation instead of being invested in the market, or maybe it has another defensive position that it goes into. So it's not an emotional decision, but rather an algorithm that's creating that decision. And then you have strategies that are hedged, meaning that there is a, uh, we'll call it kind of like a little bit of a downside hedge to prevent mathematical losses beyond a certain number. So as long as the market's behaving rationally, this hedge or a put option using options could prevent losses beyond a certain number. Could be 10%, could be 15, depending on what type of structure you put in place. And so that's a strategy, right? It's a way to prevent major losses. And then you can get inverse investment strategies that essentially play the reverse of the market. You can also do something which is called high probability option strategies, which is, again, basically trying to, within a range of confidence of performance, you're buying an index to behave within that range. And as long as it doesn't fall outside of that range, you make, you know, somewhere between half a percent to, you know, two and a half percent in a given month. If it ever does fall below that range where your hedge is located, then, you know, you could have some significant losses. But that's a type of investment structure that can work as part of a portfolio given you meet the risk qualifications to be in it. And then, of course, you have other solutions. You know, people talk all the time about ETFs as well as mutual funds. And there are lots of good choices in both of those arenas uh, that you can mix in with your portfolio. And then finally, you know, a lot of people like to use bonds. I mentioned that earlier, but there are things such as fixed indexed annuities, which basically allow an insurance company to pretty much ensure that you're not going to have a loss because they're the ones that would take the loss if the bond market went south. You don't take that loss. And uh, then it gives you some limited upside potential, like, you know, they'll cap the rate on an index at, let's say, 4% or 6% or 6.5% or something like that. So if the S&P 500, for instance, goes, for instance, goes up from one point in the year at the beginning of that contract period to the next end of that year, uh, within that term, then, uh, you know, when it goes up 7% and your cap is 65 you make 6 6.5%. If it goes down 20% in that year, then you just don't make any money. So there are lots of different ways to build portfolios that aren't exactly created to follow the same market dynamics of the S&P 500, the Dow, the Russell, and all of those other indexes. So it isn't necessarily correlated to their behavior. So building a strategy like that is something that we do all the time for our clients, and we'd love to talk to you about it. And if we do a risk profile analysis with you, we can actually make the proper assessment to see what kind of risk tolerance you actually have, and then create a portfolio that kind of meets your level of risk that you're willing to accept. And we'll do that in a way that uh, perhaps and hopefully doesn't end up highly correlated to the rest of the marketplace 
when we do experience that next 35 to 40 percent drawdown over the course of 12 months and we never know when that's going to happen and you can't time the market and i don't care what anybody tells you well thank you bailey for writing in we hope that gives you a general idea and understanding of that idea of growth market timing versus time in the market and safety of course for your money hope we have helped answer your question. If you'd like a more in-depth answer to your question, we'd encourage you to come in for a visit with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. Kyle, what does it look like when somebody calls the number and comes in for a visit? It's pretty simple. You just call and uh, we'll find an appointment that meets with one of our advisors and we'll sit down with you and ask a lot of questions and listen to what your needs are and your concerns and your goals and uh, hopefully create a strategy for you that's unique that meets those goals. Ultimately, We really do want you to have a positive outcome and plan your finances in a way that gets you where you want to go. And uh, we're not always going to be right, but over time, we think our strategies do a real nice job of dealing with the variability in the marketplace. And uh, hopefully you'll find that to be the case. Well, if you'd like to reach out to the team at Mach 1 Financial Group, come in and sit down with Kyle Alexander or maybe Matt Walters, David Lee, any of the guys there. You can do so by calling the number 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. That is your number to call to reach the team at Mach 1 Financial Group and get on their calendar. Come in for a complimentary visit, a review of your situation. Ask any of the questions you want. You'll certainly get more in-depth answers. Just pick up the phone and leave a message for them indicating you want to come in. They'll call you back and you can get on the calendar. All you have to do is dial the number 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. Again, your number to reach the team at Mach 1 Financial Group, 479-876-2100. Kyle, as always, a pleasure to be with you on the program. Mark, thanks for having me and hopefully we can help the folks that uh, need our help. I hope so as well. We'll do it again next time on another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.